is a bottle of what? Water. If I put this water in the freezer overnight, what happens to it? It gets what? It gets what? Frozen. When it gets frozen, is it still water? Technically, it's water, but it's now frozen water. So we call it what? Ice. So if I put this water in a kettle and boil it, what will happen to it? It will what? Evaporate. That vapor you see, is it still my water? It's still my water there. Did you notice that the same water exists in three ways? That's the same way God manifests himself in three ways. The same water exists in three ways. That's the same way God manifests himself in three ways. So which is the water state? I believe that the water state is the Holy Spirit state. Why? It's dynamic. It's fluid. You know, that's how the Holy Ghost... You, 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 you can tell there's a movement, but you can touch it. I believe that the I state is the Jesus state. Why? Because the Bible says the word of God became flesh. So Jesus is the God that we can touch in the sensual perception. I believe that the Father state is the vapor state where we cannot even see what is going on. How do I know that? The Bible says, the Bible speaks of the Father that God is the one that dwells in unapproachable light. No man can approach at all. Glory to God. So, what we're trying to do in this teaching is not to really, it's to help you develop a very strong relationship with the Holy Spirit. And let me say, on, on Sunday, I hope to be able to deal with it. People talk about the sin of the Holy Spirit. Someone said, you know, you know, I'm afraid I've, I've committed a sin against the Holy Ghost. Just let me tell you this. Ever look at me. The moment you are afraid, you've committed the sin against the Holy Ghost. That is the proof you have not committed the sin against the Holy Ghost. Someone says, wow. The reason why is this. In the book of John, one of the things the Holy Ghost does is this. It's the one that makes you feel guilty. That you don't know Jesus. It convicts you of sin. The moment you feel the conviction, that means the Holy Ghost is still with you. Oh, you didn't get that. Because the people that really have done blasphemy against the Holy Ghost, they cannot feel it. Because the Holy Ghost is not with them, causing their heart to see they've done the wrong thing. And people are really, people are really, you know, people are really, you know, when they talk about the Holy Spirit, people, because Sunday, Sunday and next week, we're going to talk about tongues. I know some of you are afraid of tongues. I know some of you speak in tongues, but you don't know what you're doing. I know some of you speak in tongues and know what you're doing. And there are many categories. So this month is going to be really powerful. And some of you have been praying to get rid of the Holy Ghost and speak in tongues for such a long time. This is your weekend. This weekend and next weekend, you have to, all your friends have been saying, can I speak? All of you online, you have to find a way. We have to find out like a Zoom link to link you up so that over the Zoom, you can receive the power of the Holy Ghost. And someone says, I thought people must lay hands on me. Nobody laid hands on me to receive the Holy Spirit. I was in my, I remember exactly when I received the Holy Spirit. I was right there in SS1. I was in SS1. There's a place in my school called Annex. It's a chat house Annex. The right Annex. I was praying about 5. I was about 5.30 in the morning. That's exactly when I was praying. I remember exactly. And as I lifted my hands towards heaven, I've been praying for the Holy Ghost for 5 years because I didn't know better. As I lifted my hands towards heaven, I just heard myself going makumara makapata matela i'm like wow and that morning i normally will pray from 5 30 to 6 30 because we had portions in the boarding school to court but that morning i prayed till about eight o'clock you know because i'd received the holy spirit i didn't care about anything again he was so powerful and many of you speak in tongues but do not even understand what is going on with you you don't even understand what is going on with you 
So we're going to talk about all of that. Someone says, when you speak in tongues, I thought that, you know, you were speaking the Yoruba tongue, I saw speaking an Igbo tongue. We're going to consider what the Bible... So I'm saying this because, one, you can do some study and you can think of what you hear when you come to church and tell your friends about it. But now, it's powerful that you will learn all of these things. But the goal of this teaching is not knowledge, it's to help you have a personal relationship. It's to help you befriend the Holy Ghost. That's the goal. Because knowledge of the Holy Ghost does not equate relationship with the Holy Spirit. Oh, that's a good time to clap. Where, where, where are my preachers? What happened? What, what took your voices? Knowledge with the Holy Spirit does not what equate relationship with the Holy Spirit. A lot of people say they know how to make money, but they don't have money. I read something on social media currently, and someone pulled up a post. Um, how you can turn how you can turn maybe five hundred thousand to you know ten million in nine months and there was a post the guy said that don't worry i will give you one million take half i take half turn it into that money and give it back to me i'm okay he said i'm not even greedy i will give it to you and what the person was saying was that if you really know how to do this will it be posted on social media because people that talk don't do people that do don't talk that's the truth People that talk, don't do. People that do, don't talk. You need to choose the side of the table you want to be in, the talkers or the doers. Alright, so let's go ahead. So I want to talk about the Holy Spirit. So, so you know, I wanted to pay the part a bit higher. Yeah, so let's turn our Bible to Hebrews chapter 10 in verse 1. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 1. Hallelujah. All of you watching online, let, let me get to know your name. Tell me your name. Tell me where you're watching from. Tell me if this is blessing you. Don't keep quiet. Hebrews chapter 10 in verse 1. And by the way, I think everyone should go back and watch the foundational message on Sunday, you know, on the Holy Spirit. And also, I did a powerful Insta life yesterday where I shared about prayer and there was a live testimony and it was powerful. Almost everybody on the Insta life said we were all crying. I mean, we all were just crying. How many of you were crying when you... Oh, you, you, you two were crying with your strong face, sir. Oh, wow. You were in tears because it was so compelling. As, you know, it's one thing to teach the word of God. It's another thing when someone begins to share their journey of applying the word of God. And that's why you must never hide your testimonies because you never know how much you can do for someone. All right, Hebrews chapter 10. Let's read from verse 1. The Bible says, so, so I've used the water. Okay, you can have back the water. So the Bible says this, For the law having a shadow of the things to come, not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the commas there unto perfect. I, this is Hebrews chapter 10 verse 1. You need to read the Bible. If you look at me, you will not get it. So if you're not here with your Bible, if you have a phone, just go to your browser and ask that there should be a Bible. So it's going to lead you to a Bible. Nobody should be looking at me. Praise the Lord. I'm not a celebrity. So please look into your Bible. Yeah, glory to God. Hebrews chapter 10, all of you at home, if you can get your pen and your barrel, this will really help you. Just writing that what we share will increase your level of retention. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 11, verse 1. For the law having a shadow of good things to come. Somebody say shadow. Okay, so for the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the thing. So the Bible says that when it says the law... Remember that the Bible is divided into two parts, the Old Testament and the New Testament. And sometimes the Bible refers to the Old Testament as what? As the law. The whole of the book. It will say the law and the prophet. It will say sometimes, it will say Moses. It will refer to it as Moses, refer to it as the law, refer to it as the law and the prophets. 
you know, you know, so it says, when it says the law, for it says for the law, not the Ten Commandments, it was talking about the writings of the Old Testament, where a shadow of things to come. So let me explain what a shadow is. Can I get a camera? No camera can come, come close to me. Can a camera get me very well? If, you, if, you, if you're close to me, you will see I have a shadow right here on the stage. You know, it, it's okay if you can get a camera. It's okay. You know, if, if you're close to me, you can see there's a shadow here on the stage. The shadow, the shadow is not me. But when you see the shadow, you can tell something, right? So, if you see the shadow moving, definitely I'm what? I am moving. So, the Bible says, in the Old Testament, the things you see are not the real things. They are what? A shadow. So, in the Bible interpretation, there's what we call the law of shadow. What's the law of shadow? The law of shadow says, physical things are used to illustrate spiritual and eternal things. So in the Old Testament, a lot of things happen in the Old Testament. And God says, the things you saw in the Old Testament were not really the things. They were pointing to something stronger. Oh, glory to God. He says this, For the law having a shadow of good things, and not the very image, can never with those sacrifices. So here, he was talking about the sacrifices. So he said, the sacrifices they killed every year. He said, was a shadow. What was the sacrifice pointing to? John chapter 1 verse 29. When Jesus Christ came, you know what the Bible says? He said, behold the lamp of God that taketh away the sins of the world. He said, in the Old Testament, all those animals that were killing was pointing to a time that Jesus Christ will come and become the animal that would take away the sins of, our, of the world. He says, they had to keep on killing the animal year in, year out because there was no way out. Because there was no way out. The animal was not sufficient but when jesus christ came and died once and for all he took away our sins so what am i trying to establish here what i'm trying to establish here is the principle of the shadow how god will use um how god will use all those things um physical things to illustrate something deeper what am i saying so so the same way that the lamp represented jesus christ and there are many other shadows for jesus christ for the holy spirit also the holy spirit was compared to many things the Holy Spirit was compared to many things. Somebody said the Holy Spirit is wind. The Holy Spirit is not wind. Someone says the Holy Spirit is oil. The Holy Spirit cannot be liquid. Praise the Lord. Someone said the Holy Spirit is water. The Holy Spirit cannot be water. Someone said the Holy Spirit is fire. The Holy Spirit cannot be fire. Those are similes. What are similes? Similes is a figure of speech that is used to describe something, something else with like or as. So, let me just go back to what I taught. So, let's go back to Acts chapter 2. Because this is going to be so good. Let me say something to you. Many of you are very prayerful people. And prayerful people feel like, can we just get to the prayer? Listen to me. The more you pray with that Bible study, the less your prayer becomes more effective. Your prayer start reducing in effectiveness when you take out a Bible study. And that's why a lot of people that pray don't read the Bible. They never see answers. They will just keep going from church to church to church to church for prayer. They never see answer. Because what makes prayer work is Bible study. Glory to God. That's the way. Glory to God. Alright, so I said we should turn into where? Act 2. So let's read from verse 1. The Bible says that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all gathered in one place, in one accord in one place. Verse 2. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as what? Take note of this. Did the Holy Ghost come as a rushing wind? Someone said yes. Thank you. Did it come as a rushing wind? Yes or no? Some are not sure. It's English. He said it came 
as of a rushing mighty wind. Listen to me. He was describing, he was using something to describe the Holy Spirit. He didn't say the Holy Spirit is wind. In fact, he didn't even say the Holy Spirit is wind. He said the coming of the Holy Spirit was as of a rushing mighty wind. The wind, the, everybody knows what wind is. So, the Spirit of God was trying to teach us how you can see the invisible because you can see it. He says the way to communicate that. Since they know what wind is, a rushing wind, that was how the Holy Ghost came. But what I want to do today is this. To help you look into the Bible and there are seven significant um, simile of things used to describe the Holy Spirit. And to explain what each of them when The first thing the Bible used to describe the Holy Spirit is a dove. It describes him with a dove and the stepping out of a dove. He uses fire to describe the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not a dove. All of you that have dove on your neck as the Holy Spirit, it's a waste of time. The Holy Ghost, listen, God said, never compare me to any four-footed beasts. You can, it's a total insult to use any animal image to represent the Holy Ghost. So I'll say, what does the Holy Ghost look like? It looks like me and you. How do I know? Let me tell you something. You want me to describe the Holy Ghost to you? I will describe him today because some people don't know how he looks like. I'll tell you. The Holy Ghost has two eyes, has two feet, has two hands. Someone says, how can you say that? The reason why is this. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of Christ. If we know the body of Christ, we can tell what the spirit of Christ looks like. A part of that, when he says, let's make man in the image of God. If we are in his image, then what does the Holy Ghost look like? And I hope you know that his name is not Holy Ghost. I've told you before, in the Bible, spirit are are described with function. So, you will hear a lying spirit is called what? A spirit that lies is called a lying spirit. A spirit that brings infirmity is called a spirit of what? Infirmity. He is called Holy Ghost because he's holy. That's not his name. Does the Holy Ghost have a name? Yes, it's in the Bible. I will show you one day. The Holy Ghost has a name. There is a name for the Holy Ghost. Some say the Spirit of the Lord. It's the same thing. Some say Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, Spirit of the Lord. All same thing. Spirit of the Lord tells you it's the Spirit of the Lord. Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit is old and in English saying the same thing. Glory to God. So the Holy Spirit is described as a dove. It's described as fire. It described as a dove. It's described... I just was coming now. He said the Spirit came down upon him like a dove. He described as fire. He is described as fire. He is described, Bible says in the place we read, they appeared to them of cloven tongues like as a fire. He is described as wind. He told them in John chapter 3 verse 8, he says, the wind bloweth, you don't know us. So, so also is the one that has the Holy Spirit. He is described as oil. He is described as wine. He says, be not drunk with wine. Wherein is the bulgy, but be filled with the Spirit. Described as wine. He is described as a river. John chapter 4, he says, the Spirit shall be in you. A river of living water. He is described as rain. The Bible says in John chapter 2 verse 28, I will pour out my Spirit, just like rain upon all flesh. So, question. Why this description? Because each description carries a lesson. Why is it important for you to know the Holy Spirit? This is the reason why it's important. Oh my God. Let me tell you something. The person that goes into an examination without wristwatch, a timed examination, and the one that goes in wristwatch, the difference will be clear. 
The reason why is that the one that has wristwatch will be at an advantage. Have you, when you were younger, did you do maths exam and you used to use four-figure table? I know some of you were too young for that. How many of you did four? There was no calculator at that time. It was four-figure table. How many of you remember that time? Do you know some people came into the exams and there was no four-figure table? How did you feel? And they had to borrow somebody else's own. Because they will tell you, when you're coming for math or physics, make sure you come with what? Your four-figure table. Because they know that some questions will not be answerable, except you have what? Your four-figure table. Why am I saying this to you? The Jesus Christ said, don't go anywhere until you receive the Holy Ghost. Because life will be very unanswerable and difficult, except you have the Holy Ghost. Many of you don't know the Holy Ghost. That's why life is so difficult. That's why marriage is so difficult. That's why answer prayer is so difficult. That's why everything is so difficult. Once you have the Holy Ghost, you have the four-figure table. No matter the question they throw at you, you know you have what it takes. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's so powerful. Listen. If the one that made you tells you, you need the Holy Ghost. Trust me, you need the Holy Ghost. Because the one that made you know the questions ahead of you. He knows the bend ahead of you. He knows the pain ahead of you. He knows the test ahead of you. And he says, for you to pass all of that, you need the Holy Ghost. The major problem is this. Instead of us to lean on the Holy Ghost, most of us are trying to figure our way through life. We are trying to go through our life. And that's why you're wondering, how come I'm not married right now? And the reason why you're not married is because there's something the fellowship will do and produce for you. The questions you're asking your pastors are the questions you've asked the Holy Ghost. Can I go deeper? Some of the things you are giggling are the things the Holy Ghost should be telling you. I'm telling you because you're saying, you're saying, what kind of business is moving right now? And the Holy Ghost said, I'm here. I teach you to profit, let me tell you. But, but because you're not trained to know the Holy Ghost, you're still Googling. You know, some people are like, um, um, what, are what do guys like in girls? You know, and you're Googling that because you want to position. And the Holy Ghost said, you don't need to know what all the guys like in girls. You need to know what your man likes in you. And you're wondering. And the, see, and all the time you were Googling, the Holy Ghost was right beside you. He said, don't render me useless. Don't render me idle. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you get the job. I'm here to help you get the man. I'm here to help you get the promotion. I'm helping to pray. Hey, tap into me. Oh my God. Do you know how many people are not tapping into the person of the Holy Ghost within? You can speak in tongues and not tap into the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost is more than tongues. You can be a reverend pastor and not tap into the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost is more than title. How to ask you a personal question? When was the last time you had a real genuine communion with the person of the Holy Ghost? One thing the Holy Ghost brings into your life that nobody can give you assurance. Ah! You're going for the interview. You've done all that you can. He says, Spirit of God, are we ready? Holy Ghost says, I'm with you. <laughs> because when Holy Ghost says, I'm with you, who can turn you back? Come on. Do you know something? Many of you are looking for bestie. Your first best is the Holy Ghost. God, God never said, I'll give you a best friend. He said, I'll give you the Holy Spirit. He said, oh my God. There's no way in the Bible God promised you a best friend. He promised you a comforter. 
there's no way in the Bible God promised you a bestie. He promised a car. I'm not saying the bestie is not good, but sometimes the reason why you are always disappointed, you are looking to man what only God can give you. You are looking for cancer, what only God can do. You are asking man that is limited questions they don't understand. And listen to me, nobody understands you like the Holy Ghost. Someone says, how? Because he made you. When you would even know yourself, he was with you. And when you have pain, the Bible says he understands your pain. Can we take some, just, just, can we take a Holy Ghost break? Yes, you know, people talk about smoking break. We take Holy Ghost break. Choir, are you ready? We're, 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 we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna Holy Ghost break. Holy Ghost break. Somebody say Holy Ghost break. Holy Ghost break. Hey, just let us take some minutes and just, oh, matana, makula, You are brooding over. Fire, let's go. You're brooding over every darkness. You're causing light to shine from darkness. Yes. You're brooding over every darkness. You're causing, you're causing. Lift up your hands and just receive the ministry of the Holy Ghost. Oh, you are brooding, you are brooding, you are brooding. He's brooding over your business. He's brooding over your family. He's brooding over your home. I know you were here. I know you were here. You were here in your power. I know you were here. He's here, people. Precious Holy Spirit. Every sense you're watching from lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands and let's reverence and welcome. You were here in your glory. Here in your glory. Yes, I know you are here, precious Holy Spirit. I know you are here. I know you. You are here to deliver. I know you are here. 
precious Holy Ghost. Precious Holy Spirit. Ela não sapata. Let us be more aware of your presence. Open us to death, Lord. Open us to death, Lord. Open up to death, Lord. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please sit down for some few minutes. There's something you must, someone say, what point you talk about the Holy Ghost? Some people think that all it is is falling down. You're short-sighted. Because you're short-sighted. You know, listen, the, whole, the same way the Holy Ghost can have impact on your body, it can have impact on your mind. Nobody can open your mind like the Holy Spirit. How do I know the richest man in the Bible, his name was Solomon. How did Solomon become rich? The Bible says, and God gave him the largeness of mind. Where did he come from? The Holy Spirit. I know that online sometimes you see crazy things. People say it's the Holy Spirit. Those can't be the Holy Spirit because back like a dog. Back like a dog, the Holy Ghost. That's stupid. That's a demon spirit. Because the Holy Spirit does not reduce people. Holy Ghost is classy and dignified. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you know what the Bible says in the book of Isaiah? It says, it is me that teach you to prophet. Who is that person? The Holy Spirit. Let's look at who he is. First, I said the Holy Ghost is like wind. What does wind mean? Let's read the Bible. Acts chapter 2 verse 2. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and See, did you see, compared to the wind and the wind filled all the house where they were sitting. John chapter 3 verse 8. Why is the Holy Ghost compared to wind? John chapter 3 verse 8. The Bible says this. The wind bloweth where it leaves it or where it wants. And you hear the sound thereof. But you cannot tell from where it comes or whither it goes. This is who is everyone born of the Spirit. Some characteristics of wind. Number one, invisible, yet it has impacts. <laughs> ah, ta, ta, ta. <laughs> Why is the Holy Ghost compared to wind? Invisible, yet there is impacts. People wonder, people wonder, all those great ideas you have on the project, where does it come from? And you don't even realize. You think that, you know, I just turned it off, and it was what you were thinking. The Holy Ghost just put in your mind. Listen to me. Many of you don't know the things you claim is you is the Holy Spirit. It's when you get to heaven you will see it. Because it's invisible, you're not even aware of the subtle influence of the Holy Spirit. Do you know sometimes the Holy Spirit influences your dreams? How do I know? Ask Joseph. In his dream, he was influenced not to leave his wife. You just wake up and you have... See, there are some times I wake up and when I wake up, there's a scripture I've read and I wake up with a fresh understanding not that they taught me in the dream I just wake up and I know it's called direct download 
You didn't need, I mean, you didn't need a teacher. It's a direct download. Because why does God call the Holy Spirit wind? Because you can't see him. But you can see the effect. Can I get a fan? Let me get a fan. Plug, unplug a fan and come and plug it here. Quickly, as quick as possible. This is wind. Wind, very powerful. Because when they say the work of the Holy Spirit, people are looking around. People are looking around. People are looking around. The work of the Holy Spirit. The work of the Holy Spirit. They, they say, where is it? You cannot see it. All you will see is the effects. When I said the anointing comes on your business, you're wondering, yes, 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 yes. And that's why people miss it. Because some people when say it comes on you. Some say, ah, some people will fall out. And they say, but me, I didn't fall. You don't have to fall. It's the invisible sir. All of a sudden, just go back to work. You know, what, what one guy told me, he said, what I've chased for seven years, I attended NLP prayer. It happened in two months. Can you plug this plan for me, please? Glory to God. Very powerful. Are you here? Wait. So, why... What, what is God teaching us? When he begins to talk to us, let me just address him. Sir, you can get a cord and plug the fan. Thank you. Yeah, and you can do that without causing a scene and distracting everybody here. Thank you. Yeah, you can plug it anywhere. I just want it on the stage. Thank you. Glory to God. This is amazing. The Holy Spirit wind. What the fan blows is not wind, though. Open is air. So, air is a downgraded version of wind. But let's see wind. Is it on? Will you turn it to the side? Let's see. Just turn it on. But is, is it knob on top of it? Yeah. Will you just get the first manager to help us do that so that we don't keep waiting for you? Yeah. Glory to God. Very powerful. So let's go ahead. The Holy Spirit is what? It's, it's on now. Is that the highest? I need to be at the highest. Is there, right? Let me show you something. I want to show you something. I just want to be under this. What happened? Can you hear that? You can see the fan, but you can't see what is doing this. All of a sudden, everything is blowing away. Can you see it? All of a sudden, everything is blowing away. My handkerchief was here before. Everything is blowing away. Why? Because of... Someone says the fan. It's not really the fan. It's something that comes from the fan. John says, why is your business doing boo, 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 boo? <laughs> because the Holy Ghost has come upon it <laughs> hey, somebody say hallelujah somebody say hallelujah someone says I'm, I'm telling you, you're wondering how did you move from there today? How are you blow? How did you blow? It was the wind of the Holy Ghost. It blew me. It blew me. It blew me. It's the wind of the Spirit. It blew me. Somebody say hallelujah. 
it can help me turn it off. I can need it on some other time. So, so the first thing you know about the Holy Ghost is this. It's invisible. But it's impact can be seen. The second about the Holy Ghost is presence. Because wind talks, when wind blows, you feel it. So the Bible says in Acts chapter 2, as it blew, that the, it filled the whole place. The wind of the Spirit talks about the presence of God. Please just play the part. Just play the part. Just play the part. Yeah. When there's a strong presence of God, people can even talk to you anyhow. You just walk into a place. They said all manners of things about you before you came. But as soon as you step there, there's a presence you carry that arrests them. All their negative intention has been subdued. Have you ever been in the service before? I mean, I was hearing one of, I was hearing a friend of mine teach today, and he said, The first time I found out the power, he said, All I knew that I climbed on the stage and it was as if I was on the beach. He said, Because my legs were like sinking. As I fell, I said, present. Someone says, why did we fall? Is the winds are. Have you ever seen a tornado before? It uproots houses, takes over cars, takes over people, talk less of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not a tornado. He made the tornado. Someone says, what, what am I feeling? Like? It's the presence. When that presence is there, sometimes you can't even help it. Sometimes it manifests in different ways. It's so calm and we can talk sometimes it's so strong we're all just jumping out of our skin and it's mighty let me share with you some personal experiences i'm not sure what year that was one of our first camp meetings when we were much smaller that must have been around 99 or 2000 we went to this place the place will be around here actually but that time 2000 this place was not developed so I remember we all traveled a lot and we're just about maybe a hundred of us and around 3 a.m. in the female dormitory the presence of the Holy Ghost came into that place remember everybody was asleep from their sleep they all fell under the power I was in my room I just heard them say so I was like I said, what happened in the female dormitory? I had to call someone. Please, go and check. Please, go and check. And he said, there was an outbreak at 3 a.m. I said, what happened? He said, we don't know. It was from sleep. Presence, sir. Presence. I remember when I was staying with my mom. And this night, I'd finished praying. I think it was about 12.30 or 1.30 a.m. I can't even remember. And I was done for the day. I was going to sleep. And I just jumped on my bed and was going to sleep and the presence of Jesus walked into my room and he sat on my bed all I knew was that I was lifeless rolling out of the bed laughing out loud I said my God I'm going to wake up the house and this time my siblings are not so committed to Christ I said they are going to say I'm crazy again at midnight I was just someone says what did you I, want... I 
thought I would have asked him questions. But this is what happens. When you really see the visions of the spirit and you're the spirit, you know what happens? All the questions you want to ask will disappear. You know why? Because questions exist in the sense of logic. Visions take place in the sense of the spirit. So you begin to function by another sense altogether. The questions you will be able to ask are the questions that are there in your spirit. And that's why many of you have had visions and, and you're like, um, I, I don't know what to say because the dimension has changed. The dimension has changed. So imagine what happened on the day of Pentecost. That's what Paul was trying to describe. What you just saw with the fan. The wind. He was trying to describe it. That there was a presence. And let me tell you something. If it's only in church you feel the presence. Too bad. Listen. There are places in my house. Even me I don't mess with the place. Because the place is full of presence. Just because of the activities, the spiritual activities have gone there over. The Bible says when Jacob saw angels gone up and down, he said, this place is the gate of heaven. Yeah. There are places, see, there are places, I'm telling you, there, there are regions that are dedicated. Even when you were in school, there are places. When I was in school, I went to the University of Lagos. That chapel back. What if you went to Ife, I heard there was a place called Sports Center. You, you, you can hear now. Just, there are places you just go because those places have been drenched. They've been drenched. Prayer sweat has fallen on that ground so many times that the place have been totally soaked in power. Yeah. I remember one time I went to the US and we were going for a conference. Then we drove. Then I mistakenly saw Rema Bible Church. I said, I thought about hold on. Is this the Rema of Kenny Higgins? Oh, yes, at Kenny Higgins Ministry. I said, and you want to drive past? I said, never. I said, park! He said, we're late. I said, this is what we have come to collect. Leave the other one. <laughs> I said, what are we late to? This one, park! My God. When I saw that stage, you know that red, that faith stage, that green carpet, tears came down my eyes. I lifted them, my hands to whatever. Man, tokabaya, likaba. All the people I went to just laid on the altar. Ma, takaba, rama, takaba. Kenneth Hagin had died 20 years ago. Because when people die, they don't take their mantles with them. Oh yeah, mantles remain. Mantles are not taken. Glory to God. One time, <laughs> um, Pastor David was sharing a story and he said he went to the US to see his son and he noticed that and when she's just, just a lot of ladies were around and they were going up down they were like okay he doesn't know why they are all cooking why they are all around in his own house because his son and his wife were there unknown to him all the ladies that were serving were all barren and they didn't ask him i think the deal was that daddy will not pray for you just serve just bless him serve him and pastor Bay went his way went to another state and all the ladies took turn by turn and sat on the chair you see, when they sat on the chair, I received my child. Then two or three months, boom. Two or three months, boom. See, presence, 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 presence. When you hear that the shadow of Peter was healing the sick, was it the shadow? It was presence, presence, presence. And such presence is the work of the Holy Ghost. Such that, see, because the Holy Ghost is the conveyor of God's presence. 
my God presence. The Holy Ghost is wind. What does the what does wind do? Wind determines direction. Have you seen that trees always what they always flow to align with the wind? When you realize the Holy Ghost is wind, your life will be easy. You know why? All you need to know is where the wind is going and you follow through. Most people are stuck because they are going against the wind. They are going against the wind. When you know the Holy Ghost is wind, all you see, all the wisdom you need is to determine. You are meant to be like a wind vane. You know a wind vane that determines the direction of the wind. All you need to know is where the wind is flowing. And when the wind is flowing, align yourself to it. When you align yourself to you, let the wind carry you. 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 The biggest breakthrough will come in your life not because of how hard you've worked that essential it will come because you saw a wave that you tapped into early enough and it carried you people that have fundamental breakthroughs in life that's how they are breakthrough they will, i'm telling you look at it it's a wave look at cryptocurrency it's a wave the people that make it the biggest deal saw the wave and cashed in early i'm telling you though also they are waves of the spirit they are waves the spirit will make you see in your business they are, oh my god all the business people stand on your feet i want to talk to you there are waves the holy ghost will make you see in your industry there are waves the holy ghost will make you see in your career there are waves the holy ghost will make you see in your job and all you have to do is so just 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 solve on the wave. Don't go against the wave. Solve the wave. Go ahead and say, I will align with the wave. Please have your sense. You know the challenge? When people see the wave, instead of them to jump into it, they want to analyze it. They want to calculate it. They want to do this. Before they know, the wave is gone. And this is the thing about waves. You can create it, but you can solve it. So, solvers always look for where the wave is and they jump on it because they know you can't create a wave question what is the wave of god in your life right now that you're not jumping into because i re- i know you're thinking about the one you lost but what is the current wave of god in your life like for example let's say i'm telling you what is the current wave of god in your business have you seen the open door because you thought it was an open door it was not just one door it's doors that leads to doors Because we cannot create waves, but we can solve waves. Why did this say the Holy Ghost is wind? Because wind causes direction. Did you, see, did you see John 3 8? It says the wind bloweth patiently set. It blows where it wind. And that's why you understand there's not eastern wind, there's southwest wind, and different kind of winds bringing different kind of things. I'm telling you, did you geography? Can you remember? It's not what? northeast wind that brings a hammer time it comes from the deserts because different winds bring different things are you fighting the wind or you're lying with the wind when you say the holy ghost is with you are you aligning with the wind do you know there are many of you that praying to have a wife or your husband and the holy ghost said change the way you talk and you're not changing the way you talk and you say, and this is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is blowing something. And how many of you are in relationship where the Holy Ghost is blowing you out of it? And as it's blowing, you say, No, Holy Ghost, no, no. He wants you out. Praise the Lord. 
How many of you are doing that? The Holy Ghost is blowing that guy away. He said, no, if he, if he doesn't date me, he, you, are, you are holding on. And Holy Ghost, I'm blowing you. And you're holding on. And you're holding on. And you're holding on. And it's blowing you out of some businesses where you're holding on. And it's blowing you out of some relationships where you're holding on. And it's blowing some values out of you. And you are holding on. And Holy Ghost says, let me do my job. The Bible says when the Spirit of God will come, it will push the floor. It will, it will push it. That's what wind does. Wind blows. What is the Holy Ghost blowing that you're holding on to? How many of you are here? Holy Ghost is trying to blow your fear. No. No. You love your fear. Why? Although you don't like fear, but fear is your safety place. How many of you are the Holy Ghost trying to blow unforgiveness? How many of you is the Holy Ghost blowing into boldness and leadership? And Holy Ghost is saying, Go and take on leadership in church. Go and take on leadership. Take the project. Holy Ghost says, when you get to the office, they say, which project now? Volunteer yourself. And she said, no, I can't do that. Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost knows where he's taking you to. He knows where he's taking you to. But you still keep holding back yourself. No more. Somebody say no more. Hey, everybody lift up your hands. I say, Lord, have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Whatever needs to be blown, put on the fan again. Whatever needs to be blown, whatever needs to be blown, Holy Ghost, blow it. Whatever needs to be blown, you can see. Whatever needs to blow, Holy Ghost, blow it. All my clothes are shaking right now because he's blowing things off. He's blowing things off. He's blowing things off. He's blowing things off. Shout Amen. And the last thing the Holy Ghost does is this. As wind. We'll talk about it that one later. Wind causes movement. So when the Holy Ghost starts blowing, there will be movement. From small to big. Listen. Holy Ghost says, I can't move you. Last, on Sunday on the internet, I, I, put, I preached about that. I told you how the Holy Ghost takes you from one place to the other place. It's called the transportation of the spirits. Let me tell you something. Everybody look up here. I want to close this. All of you that are really praying. Maybe something you should do for the next two days. Even the next level. Lord, what I'm praying about. What do you have to tell me? What do you have to show me? What do I need to know? You will be surprised that you are closer to your miracle that all you are away is one instruction away Holy Ghost direction is important though. Paul was going to preach in a place I think was going to preach in a um, is it Troas or Macedonia no, Macedonia was going to later on he was going to preach in another place so as he went to preach in the place Paul said the Holy Ghost forbid us listen Preaching is a good thing, but the Holy Ghost said, don't preach here. How can, some of you say, I want to help, but God says, not this person. Ah. Then all of a sudden, it was that other person. How many of you have been in the service and the Holy Ghost will tell you, just listen to the usher. 
you don't listen. Usher says, sit down here. He said, no, I don't want to sit down here. I want to sit down here. Because I see the pastor better. I don't want to distract me. But Holy Ghost said, listen. All for you to sit down there. And the contract you submitted in Oxland Limited, it was the MD you sat by. And as he was trying to look at his Bible, his card fell down and you picked it for him and you saw his name. He said, good afternoon, sir. But you didn't know why the Holy Ghost was you sat there. Let me tell you something. The Holy Ghost does not tell you his full intention. Why? If he tells you his full intention, you know what will happen? You will not obey because you trust him. You will obey because it makes sense. But we walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith, not by sight. How many times have the Holy Ghost to tell me, I wanted to sow a seed? I said, no. Uh-uh. I said, I'm already doing well in sowing seed. Me, I'm doing well. And let me tell you something. I want to be honest with you. I don't get it 100%. I wish I did. When I was coming here today, he said, but I told you to pray at this time. I said, my God. Because sometimes the instructions are so subtle. You will not, you will not even realize that someone has spoken to you. I said, oh. But thank God that God is a God of many chances. Because I'm, I'm, you know some pastors said, I'm always listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. I, I, that's where I want to be. But right now I'm on the journey. Sometimes I'm late. And some of you, there are two ways to be. There are two ways about the Holy Spirit. Some of you are always late. God says, do this. Pray. Next tomorrow. Join the, a group. Next tomorrow. Start, start fighting. Next. Everything is in time. It's always in the future. You're always behind. And there are people that are always ahead. Let me give you an example. Pastor Binga, come. Thank you, Pastor. I want to say be coming towards me. If the devil cannot stop you, so the devil is trying to stop you. You are going. He can stop you. He can see you advancing towards the things of God. You know what that will do? He will go behind you and start pushing you so that you can go ahead of God. If he cannot stop you, then he goes behind you and start pushing you so that he can go ahead of God. Both behind and ahead, none is the will of God. Glory to God. This, I've never been touched by the Lord today. Someone says, How do I develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit? You know, I know a lot of people make it mysterious. They will say, When you pray, this is what they say. Pastor, when, they say, when you pray, wait for another few minutes until the Holy Ghost talks to you. Nonsense. The Holy Ghost does not need you to keep quiet for Him to talk to you. He's a master communicator. As you are talking, He's talking. As you are talking, He's talking. As you are talking, He's talking. You see, so someone says, I'm waiting for the Holy Ghost to talk now. Wait. So you say, speak to me now. Speak to me now. Because you have to sing him. No, sir. How do you get the Holy Ghost to talk to you? Should I show you? Consciousness. What's consciousness? Awareness of his presence. How do I know? Every time Samuel, Samuel, Samuel came to Eli. God never stopped Samuel. Samuel heard the voice. Samuel! God never stopped Samuel. But guess what? The moment Samuel became conscious that was the voice of God, become conscious. What did Samuel say? Speak Lord. Speak Lord. Is it? Samuel said, speak Lord. For your servant here. From that moment, God began to talk to him because that was when he became conscious. All the other time, he would just run to Eli. 
when he was running to Eli, didn't God see him? Why couldn't God stop him? That's not the way it's done. Consciousness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Someone says, what about my business? Boy, just be conscious in your business. Just be conscious in who to marry. Just be conscious. You will hear his voice. You will see his ways. You will see his patterns. Businessmen, be conscious. You know, the thing is that most of businessmen go to their office spiritually dead. They go into meetings spiritually dead. One time I had an issue and it was with some authority figure when I got there. As I just spoke, I said, but your daughter is sick. This and he said, hey. He said, how do you know? I said, I'm a man of God, I'm a prophet. I told I was a pastor. He said, ah, I didn't know you are this kind of pastor. Wait first, we will help you. Ah, we didn't come here alone. We came in the power of the Spirit. The spiritual eyes are so right, right there. Even in prison, he said, in prison, Joseph was a tapiti dream. You, they will say, I'm oh, sorry, I cannot walk here. You say, that's fine. By the time presence is there, you will just say something. I'm like, why did you say that? As a lady, you don't know what will make you wear the guy's best color. You just wear the color. Bah! All for you to step into church. My God, have I seen him before? He has been seeing you. But now, spirit has entered. Spirit has directed. Spirit has said something. He said, oh, you're just so beautiful. Because, because, and you know what the way the Holy Ghost works? He will have make sure that guy, his mother spoke to him very badly yesterday. That you are now 35, you are not married. Don't you want to be responsible? So the guy was like, I'm, my mind is made up now. So you just get there and just, hey my God. Why, why this way? Because the Holy Ghost is what a master strategist. He knows how to put everything together. He knows where are the business people? He knows how to put everything together. Where, where are my civil servants? He knows how to put everything. Stand on your feet. Praise the Lord. Worship him. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Everybody pray the Pastor Lead us. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost for the next minutes. Everybody lift up your two hands towards heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit.
no more struggle. I didn't say Holy, say Holy Spirit. No more struggle. Have your way. All through. In and out. Hundred percent. Let me hear us go ahead and pray. Let me hear us go pray. Father, I'm praying this evening. Holy Spirit, have your way. Teach us to be more conscious of you and your presence. Teach us to respond to you rightly. Let the results of the Spirit be obvious in our lives. Oh my God, the wind of the Holy Ghost blow on businesses. The wind of the Holy Ghost blow on marriages. The wind of the Holy Ghost blow on careers. Move it, move it. Wind causes movement. The wind of the Holy Ghost blow on finances. Move it. Everyone watching online, anywhere you are, the wind of the Holy Ghost blows on you also. In the name of Jesus. There's movement by the Holy Ghost. And Father, we give you praise. My God. Many things are happening right now in the spirit. Many things are happening right now in the spirit. There's someone that's watching. And you used to have this deep revelations of God before. But you lost it. The Lord is restoring it to you right now. There's someone that has some kind of pain that is watching that is healed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Many of you, tonight, you're going to have revelations. Tonight, tonight, I'm telling you, you're going to have revelations of the Spirit of God. You're going to have... There's someone that is, is feeling a regret because you know you went against the Holy Ghost in a certain way and you but you bear the brunt. God says it's a new season, it's a new cycle for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Can please have your seats. Glory to God. Hallelujah.